Blog Talk Radio. Plugs right now, then. 
get that out of the way. You guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, a coach with the most. Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army in the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews from celebrities all over the world. And then the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast every Saturday at noon Pacific. Next Saturday, we'll have Ahmed. Uh, Ahmed. Azim Mohammed from Team America that wrestles in Canada a lot. I'm looking really forward, looking forward to talking to him. And then on the 28th, I got Mike Rogers. Yes. And so I want to thank you guys for uh, all your support. So you're telling me Mike and Mike will be on the mic on the 28th. Yes, and of course he's on the on uh, turnbuckle on the 27th. So that's nice. Absolutely. He's making his rounds. He's got that big, successful book that people have been clamoring for in the last few months. Yes, the Encyclopedia of Portland Wrestling that covers all the matches or every, everyone who's wrestled in the Portland sports arena. So that's I'm looking forward to that. You know who wrestled in the Portland sports arena was Sandy Barr. Oh, yes, definitely. I've seen a bunch of his matches. Absolutely. You know, Sandy Bart trained T-Rex. Okay, right on. I didn't. Yeah, T-Rex will tell you. Sandy Barr was his trainer. He trained under Sandy Barr, broke in as a wrestler, and then after a year or two, Sandy Barr transitioned T-Rex into a referee, and he took off from there. Sweet. Okay, cool. And then what else do you got coming up? Well... On the 28th of this month, I'm making my way back to Russell Club in Idaho. We will be in Nampa for a big festival, so I'm making my way back there. It will be good to be back after way too long away from Russell Club. And then on the 18th, of course, is the next event for Northwest Pro to keep Peninsula Civic Center. The Sign of the Times, Episode 600, will be out Shortly, it is being uploaded as we speak currently. Also, dotting a few I's, crossing a few T's, but we should have most of November booked for Turnbuckle within the next few days. Still waiting on some ink to dry on a couple of dates, but looking like we're going to have a really exciting November. And, of course, the rest of this month looking good. We have... Next week on Sunday, Stuart Kemp will be back with us. He's coming off a cruise going up to Alaska. Also, on Friday of next week, we have Tom Simon out of Arkansas. He is promoted, refereed, re-announced. He is a lifetime member of the CAC. He has worn many, many, many hats in the wrestling business, so we're looking forward to having him on. We don't get a ton of people from Arkansas on the show, so we're definitely looking forward to having him. There's a lot of wrestling history coming out of Arkansas. It was, of course, right there in the thick of the Memphis territory because it was right across the river, so I'm sure he has seen some things in his day. Yeah, and there was breaking news this week. They announced the next Cauliflower Alley convention is august 19th through the 21st back at the plaza so that looking forward to that absolutely there were a lot of brand new lifetime members announced this year because uh the aforementioned Stuart kemp sponsored a lot of people to get lifetime memberships in memory of his late wife kathy because she was extremely passionate when it came to the CAC, so that's why he did in honor of her. So a lot of people that may not have otherwise gotten a lifetime membership are now lifetime members. So that's going to be exciting next year when so many people with lifetime memberships show up and can take part. Awesome, yes, and I'm a proud, proud lifetime member myself. And also I want to say, hey, congratulations on your – 600th show. I've enjoyed most of them. I haven't. I don't think I've seen them all yet. Almost, but man, I really enjoy your sign of the times. 
Are you missing episode 525? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just know if I go to them. And then most oh, okay. of them I liked already. That 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 helps too. If you like them as you go, then you then you know you didn't miss one. <laughs> yeah, that's probably very true. And hopefully people are subscribing as they go along because it upsets Stomp and Steve something fierce when people don't, and he gets a sneezy head and a nervous stomach. He does, and we don't want him upset at all. My goodness. No. You know, Stomp and Steve, he's got to go see Stephen P. New in the next little while because Big Bill stole Stomp and Steve's T-shirt design, walked out on national television wearing it. I know, my goodness, and my money would be on Stomp and Steve in that battle for that situation, yes, with that, those stipulations. Well, I didn't know you gambled on legal matters, Coach. No, no, I don't gamble at all anymore. Uh, okay. I've been doing really yeah. good. You said your money was on him. I'm like, oh, no. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah saying, Big Bill, know. Big Bill just erasing where it said Stomp and Steve and writing in Big Bill. That can't be legal. Stephen P. New is going to take him down, and Stomp and Steve's probably going to get all that money that was going into the coffers of Big Bill. Nice. All right. Sweet. So was he going to try to give him another call or what? Well, he was driving, so we're waiting on him to get to a safe spot so he can call in. So hopefully in the next few moments he will be parked and ready to go. Okay, nice. We don't want anyone to have a traffic accident during the course of an interview. That would look bad. Exactly, you know. And how's QT been doing? He is doing very well. He is working quite a bit as he is ramping up to be able to retire in the next several months. So hopefully QT will be able to retire from the 9 to 5 and rejoin us here and do some traveling. He is looking forward to being able to travel to some far-off places he's always wanted to visit. So he is in a good spot at the moment. Awesome, and hey, man, we, there's an idea for his retirement party. We should get the whole Turnbuckle Turmoil crew together if we could, or at least invite everybody and see about getting getting a reunion going or something. That would be nice. Now, hopefully Cameron Starr won't forearm me in my face again, though. <laughs> hopefully J.D. would show up. Hopefully, hopefully. Now, Coach, imagine a sports entertainer, and he's always the underdog, but he's always, like, really thinking he could win this next match. They would call him Hopeful Lee. (laughs) Okay, nice. Right on. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell Seymour Snot that one. Man, I'm still heartbroken over Seahawks' loss, uh, 13-17. To Cincinnati, what a heartbreaking game. Man, Gino did not look good at the end there. My goodness. Poor Gino. Now, Coach, did you run into Pat McAfee while he was in Seattle? Apparently he was in Seattle the last few days. No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to get up there. That would have been fun, though. He did not make it to Northwest Pro despite having an invitation to Come by the show. He may have already left Man. town by the time he saw his invitation, though. That would have been real cool. Nice. Now, Coach, as we said, we got some stuff coming down the pike, but one of the things we will be talking about in the next few weeks for certain, and hopefully we'll have a few people directly involved in the project as well, but that new movie that is coming out chronicling the Von Eriks. That looks to be yes. a good one. It does. Yes, I'm excited for that. Yes. Not many Maybe. times do you see a wrestling-related movie get a theatrical release on Christmas Day. So I'm really excited to see what that finished project is going to look like once it hits the screens. Definitely, yes. A big fan of the Von Eriks. Uh 
growing up and their whole story, man, I'm really excited for that. Now, of course, we did have the author of the book that chronicled Lance Von Erich on this very program, and Lance even is depicted in this movie, so that's going to be a little bit interesting with uh, what they choose to do with the Lance Von Erich situation. That was a little bit volatile as it happened in real time. And then it was nice that MJF got that spot, you know. It was nice for wrestling. It was nice for him. It was nice for the movie. Absolutely, yeah. And then, of course, James Beard taking part in that project. He was sort of a consultant, and he helped with a lot of the technical aspects of the movie. And with James Beard being in real-time part of that whole mix. I'm sure it's going to tighten things up as far as the realness of the film as well. Yes, for sure. Well, hopefully that will translate to the screen. I'm sure it will. And they even got Bill Colville in there and I'm spoken part, but he is depicted in the film for sure. Nice. All right, well, geez, man, uh, he's got all kinds of stuff planned for me today. I should probably get going if it doesn't. I'm not sure if Suma's going to, Sumite is going to show up today, so maybe I should just say, say my goodbyes, or I can wait for you try to give him another message. Uh, I just sent him one, nothing yet. I don't know how far he was away from being able to park, but if you got a bell out, no worries. I will hit a musical interlude while I do a pinch more waiting. Okay, and then, you know, I was excited to talk to him. You know, uh, it looks like, man, he's facing some of the top talent all over the country. And I, it looks like he's got a match with Locke Siddhartha coming up. And, man, that's like a toss-up. So I was Locke Darth Carta. That. Is that a Lucha Darth Carta? No, Locke Siddhartha from Canada. Oh, okay. That's totally different. I thought you said Locke Darth Carta. I was going to go no. fight him in a Lucha fight. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do oh, very well. Looks like ABC he is days. here. Let's okay, bring him great, on. Man. All right. What's so we Pleased to have hey. Sumite Wokla. Sir, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you very much. I'm on the road just getting back from my show here in Los Angeles. I'm also here with one Fonzie LaFleur, my hardcore champion here at Midway's Entertainment. Right on. Very, very nice. Well, Coach has so a you get a bit of a treat. time crunch, so I'm going to let Coach take the first part of the interview. Go for it, Coach. Hey, brother, good to hear you back. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Hey, tell the fans what you got coming up. Well, I've got a tour in Canada. We're going to be touring all the Providence from Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, on on through. Multi-federations uh, and companies to um, promote positivity for the children and missing and murdered indigenous women man i've been really impressed been following you along the way uh seems like you're out there facing the top talent everywhere you go holding your own i see that you got a match with loxa dartha coming up too that to me looks like a toss-up uh i do unfortunately i don't know much about the gentleman but um from what i gather he is a tough individual and very hard-hitting, so I think it'll complement my styles very well. Yes, that is definitely worth the price of admission on its own, man. And then uh, tell the people how to get a hold of you. Well, you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, any other social media links. Just find me at uh, Sumite Wokwaz slash whichever social media link you want to Hit me up on it, except for um, that X, whatever that is. I don't, I don't do that. Okay, yes, and I was proud and honored to have you on my show a while back, 
And yeah, tell the fans also what you do for your people. I mean, you do a lot. And uh, uh, yeah, let them know. What we're doing, we do uh, fundraisers, clothes drives. Um, we make uh, breakfasts and lunch. We, we pass out food for the homeless. We also are trying to get our our indigenous youth to not only incorporate and um, how do I say this? Love who they are. Their their traditions truly um, embrace it and be comfortable with themselves. Ignore the the basic stereotypes that are out there today. Don't listen. Matter of fact, you know what? To to the young native men out there that are that are walking around with their their long hair braided or unbraided, wearing it freely. If someone sits there and calls you Pocahontas, you don't you don't pay no attention, bro. You keep that hair down or you keep it up braided nice and tight because that's what you do. That's what your ancestors did, and that's what you're going to continue to do, and you pass that tradition on. Yes, for sure. And another thing I'm impressed with, your merchandise. Man, you got some quite the merchandise and, and a lot to offer. Tell the fans about that and how they get a hold of that. Yeah, if you go through Facebook, I have a Simitee Walk Law merchandise page. You could go through there, or you could just direct message me through Facebook and um, ask about the merchandise. I have pictures of all my Native American handmade jewelry, my T-shirts, my um, my other gimmicks, little clappers that light up, little neon lights. Um, soon I will have a line of action figures. They're being uh, made as we speak. So everybody look out for those. It will be my first line of many. I'm I'm very proud to have my my first action figure. Uh, I have my Slam Buddies. I have two versions of that, two different designs. Those are also available in three different sizes. You have your large, medium, and your keychain. So whichever fits your need. Also, I have pictures nice. and your other basic gimmicks, you know. Awesome. Okay. And then, hey, what are your suggestions for people wanting to get into the business? Well, um, I would have to say just do your due diligence. Pay attention to where you're going, and by that, I mean going to school. Go get trained, please, for for everything that I, I know and love. Go get trained at a reputable school by someone who has been well-traveled, world-traveled, well-rounded, and knows what they are doing. Not someone who just shoots their mouth off and name drops, you know, because I, I could do that. But what does that do? You you can't teach no one that way. You know? You're not yeah. gonna pass no knowledge that way. And then you got Fon- some Fon- Fon- hold on. Fon- Fon- you got something to add to that? Like what what would you do for for someone who's just breaking into the business? Well, what- for someone who's just breaking into the business, they gotta be strong, they gotta have a lot of confidence. They gotta you know, they gotta believe in themselves because you know, nobody else is going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. So there's no reason in trying if you don't believe in yourself. Because it's going to take a lot of hard work. You're going to go through a lot, a lot of bad stuff. You know, you're going to have, you're going to have, you're going to have, you know, amazing experiences. But I mean, with the amazing experiences comes the bad experiences and the hardships as well. And you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices. And a lot of people ain't willing to make these sacrifices. You got to make sure you're willing to make these sacrifices. Before you start, because becoming a wrestler, it changes your life. You do not live the same after you become a wrestler. That's uh, that's all I got on that one. That's that's right. And then what schools would you guys like to suggest? Well, the school that I went to is now closed. Um, the school, it, it all depends on what area you're at. If you're in NorCal, um, I would look into um, Supreme Pro Wrestling. If you're in the Sacramento area, 
Um, I would message El Flaco Loco, uh, Big Ugly JD Bishop. Um, if you're more up towards uh, the Fresno area, best of the West, hit up uh, Mike Rain. If you're in the Bay, I mean, the Stoner Brothers, they're they're awesome. There's they're well-rounded. They're well-traveled. Uh, Coach Nugs is right there. He he is the man. If you're towards Vegas way, um, Super Beast is is definitely a, a place to go to. Dark Arts, go there. I mean, even if you're not training there, go there. You will learn. You will learn something. Because that's right definitely a, a place to sharpen your tool. Okay, cool. And then who's who's some of your favorite people to work with? Um, Venom, Eddie Eastlos, um Rana, they were good this weekend. Uh, smoke signals are always, always a breeze to work with. Oh, my God. I I love battling with those guys. Pillars of Destiny, they're they're always a formal adversary. Um, I'm waiting for Ricky Fuji. We got something going on this year. Uh, what others? What uh, what what's your your favorite workers to work with? Me? Yeah. Uh, that's a hard one. Uh, I like working with anybody. I just like working with somebody. And, you know, as, as much as I can, I like to work with different people every time. So that way it helps to build my skill level. Because if you're working with somebody different every time, you get a better feel for who's out there. So I like I working I like working different people. Out there. Yeah, that's that's a well-rounded answer right there. I mean, if you work different people from different areas and different different styles, like I like working Texas strong style, Japanese strong style, a little bit of lucha because I'm kind of a bigger guy. You know what I mean? But if you work different styles from different areas, you get more well-rounded as you go. You get you get taught their skill, their craft, and you get educated as the years go by. For sure. And then, hey, I'm sure Sign Guy and the rest of the fans would like to know what your favorite coffee to drink is. Um, my favorite coffee to drink is mud. <laughs> uh, instant dark black mud. I don't. I don't care. Um, the more caffeinated, the better. Um, I'm pretty sure Fonzie the same way. No. No? No. I'm you don't? No way? No. Hey. <laughs> See, that's the difference between the Indians, isn't it? See, we, we drink mud every every day and night, then go to sleep, wake up to another cup, mess around around the campfire, what? and that's what we got going on. What's he got going? What do you What do you wake up to? What do I wake up to? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Not a very good example. Hey, it's a family-friendly show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up to what you could say it's a traditional American breakfast. Yes, traditional American breakfast. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it All classy. Right. Hey, Sumate, tell the fans who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was ordinary life, sports, music, or wrestling, or all of the above. My mom. My mom. Yes, yes. The, the typical... Um, stereotype, but you know what? As uh, a child, I went through every type of hardship you could think of. Um, I was I was beat up. My dad left us. I was placed in foster homes. Um, you name it, man. And no matter what happened, my mom was there. And I, I'm not going to do a deep dive, but the the gist of it is no matter what, she was always there to pick me up. Like as a as an indigenous person, we don't we don't have no superheroes. I I actually have been running into a lot of fans that come up to me and are like, "Hey, bro, thank you for giving us someone to look up to." 
Yeah. You're our, our, our superhero. Get out of here, bro. What? I'm no superhero. I'm just some guy. No, seriously. My kid, my kid won't go to sleep without your slam buddy. Shut up. And then I, I get pictures of the kid with the with the slam buddy laying down in a crib or a bed or on the couch or I mean, it's it's really impactful in, in my life and like uh Fonzie Lafleur was saying earlier, like when you when you step into this role, you you better be ready because you you're not exactly prepared for what it will do to your life, but on the same hand, you better be ready for what you do for other people. You better be prepared for the responsibility that comes with the change that you create in other people's everyday lives. A lot of people get into this business and they're like, hey, you know, I'm going to go be this character and blah, 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 and after that I'm done. No, bro, you're not done. Kayfabe that. Pack that up in your bag and leave it because once you become that person and you impact people's lives, you're that person forever. You're done. Yes. The old you is gone. I what will, a blessing. You know? Yes, for sure. Okay, and then what about in sports and music? Sports and music. Um, I really don't have any sport or music. Um. Do you have Do you have any heroes in uh, sports or music fans? Me? Uh, I would have to say no because of because um I actually used to be a rapper and I'm a lot better than all the old what? Stuff I came from. So yeah, hey, you guys, you guys hear that first? Fonz was a rapper, and I'm still better than all the rappers in the five hundred five. Hey, <laughs> so um. I'm going to say this right now. As far as sports goes and indigenous people go, you you can't really go far or continue a conversation without bringing up Mr. Thorpe. Oh, now, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's, let's really get down to it, right? The man won gold medals without a shoe. Oh, <laughs> goodness, yeah. So if you want to be a man's man and be a true warrior and you want that, that example, you want something to live up to, hey, there you go, bro. Go ahead and look. Look at bro right there. He did it all with no shoes. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing for your people? And then, now, Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, look, yes. Look at what you've done all around the world, right? From here yeah. to Japan and back. Fighting, proving proving that Native Americans just aren't some pushover, some gimmick, something to be called Pocahontas, and we're not. Yeah. And and now we got other indigenous wrestlers that are doing the same, pushing the same boundaries, pushing the same limits, like myself, Robbie Phoenix, and others. We don't we don't take kindly to that, and we're willing to do whatever we need to do to. To prove so. Yes, for we sure. Got a lot, we got a lot to live up to. Yes, man, and uh, man, I'm so you know I'm really proud of you for what you've done for in for wrestling and in wrestling, and I wish you all of the luck in the world, man. And uh, I'm really grateful to have uh, at least know you on Facebook and interview already, and I'm sure Sign Guy has a lot more for you. Thank you very much. Hey, and like on a on a side note, you guys gotta look up Fonzie LaFleur. Yep. Like this this guy is a character. Um I love having him on my shows. Uh he is extraordinary. You guys gotta do an interview with him. Okay, cool. What's Absolutely. <laughs> well Sumate, Coach and I were talking earlier about this new movie coming out. On Christmas with the Von Erics being depicted, it's potentially going to be one of the biggest wrestling-related movies of all time, just being a major theatrical release, having some name talent attached to it. 
James Beard help with the technical aspects of it to make sure it was as real to what was happening as possible. Do you have any thoughts on the movie that's coming out? Honestly, I'm just excited and can't wait to see it. I mean, as as a as a professional wrestler, any any movie that's uh, depicted in such a, a realism state, like we want to see that. You remember when the wrestler came out? The like, Mickey Rourke version, yes. Yeah, everyone was there, man. We we wanted to see how good of a job he would do. So any any movie that is on point or supposed to be as real as it gets, right? We're gonna see if, if it's really real. We want to see how how on point it is. So we're we're gonna look at the the movie and. It's the wrestling, and we're going to try to call the spots. I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm excited. I'm <clears throat> over overrun with excitement. Now, your man there said he used to be a rapper, and in wrestling we've seen a lot of people try their hand at rapping and wrestling. You've had PN News, Men on a Mission, our truth John Cena, all have some sort of rapping experience along with their pro wrestling careers. Who I'm would you guys, you guys both right say is the most successful rapping wrestler? That's a good question. I don't... Uh, rapping wrestler, the most successful. Yeah. Uh, I would say it probably has to be our truth yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, even though I don't like his style and stuff, he probably would have to say he's the most successful. More fluent. Yeah, just because of John Cena just was terrible. He was a terrible rapper. Yeah, probably our shoes. Now, here's, here's a shocker for you, too. If you go on YouTube and Google my name, you will see me in uh, some Spanish-speaking rap videos. <clears throat> I actually... Tried my hand at that as well. I did not know that. A lot of people don't. I've been in movies. I've done a little bit of rap. It's. I'm not just a one-trick pony. I'm a war pony. (laughs) (laughs) And when you do rap and you do movies, that's. In the same broad genre as professional wrestling, it's part of entertainment. But how different mm-hmm. was it for you going from one genre of entertainment into another one? Was it an easy transition, or did it take some adjustments? To be honest, it was just like swimming in the same pool. Um, there was no transition. It's like a light switch for us, right? So before we hit the curtain... We're our normal says we're thinking, we're talking, but after we hit that curtain, and when we get to the curtain, the light switch goes on. We're we're on. We're us. We're full blown, twenty four seven us. So say when I was acting, right? They said, okay, we need this, 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 and this. It's what we need you to do. Okay, got you. Light switch is on. Now I'm me. Don't ask me to be no one else. Don't ask for questions or talking or anything because I'm going to give you what my character answer would be because I'm in the character mode. And as a wrestler, you know that character is way, way done. It's, it's, I, I, don't, I don't like saying overdone. Like people say, oh, well, you got to overdo it, exaggerate. Nah, you just got to be it. You got to commit, and I'm I'm fully in. I'm all in. I'm I'm what you would get from an 1866 Indigenous Native on the plains. I'm looking at today's landscape in wrestling. It's different than it was, say. 
even 20 years ago or 30 years ago where there were a lot of more broad type of characters in wrestling. You had a lot of people that would do Native American uh, traditional ring attire with the headdress and war paint and so forth and so on. You had people that would do cowboy gimmicks with the hats and the cap guns and things of that nature. There was a lot more broad, uh, I don't want to say stereotypical, but a lot more uh, kind of traditional entertainment-based gimmicks involved in it than there are today where people want to see more reality-based type of things. Do you think the change in society has sort of hurt wrestling where now if you do a lot of the broader, uh, more traditional gimmicks that a lot of people will sort of turn on that? Or do you think that wrestling has been able to keep up with the changes in society enough that it doesn't really hurt? No, because honestly, like, if someone comes out in a headdress and more paint and all that, I might beat their ass for real. But that might be a real problem. <clears throat> as, you, as you're speaking about it, right, and you're, you're saying uh, traditional and all, that's not traditional for us. Like, that's, that is gimmick. People, people play that out, and it's, <clears throat> as an indigenous person, people got to know that that's making fun of us. We're we're not a character. We're not a cartoon, <clears throat> and we're at a point in time where we're we're tired and we're fed up of being made fun of. Like we're not we're not putting up with that no more. It's it's done and over with. Go ahead and wrap that up. When I go out there and I'm in my attire, people see the realism in me and respect me more now than they would have 20 years ago. 20 years ago, they might have respected me after they seen me uh, in in the match or the altercation, you know. But uh, it's it's one of those things where it, it would have to go down first. One of the other big changes in wrestling over the last several years is there's been a lot of outcry from different groups about the use of blood in pro wrestling. A lot of people, because of medical technology and knowing more about bloodborne pathogens and so forth, has really taken a stance that there should not be intentional blood within wrestling. Some people think that it's fine in certain circumstances with the right testing having been done. And then there are people that see nothing wrong with having blood on practically every show. What's your stance when it comes to having blood in wrestling in 2023? Well, um, I've I've bled a lot. I think that me and Fonz could go ahead and answer on this one pretty efficiently. Um, I, I take um, I take annual testing, medical testing uh, for bloodborne pathogens because uh, it doesn't matter. You can you can still get these uh, bloodborne illnesses in the ring from their sweat, from their other bodily fluids. So um, on the regular, if you, if you're a professional, you get you get a regular physical and regular testing for bloodborne pathogens to make sure that you're safe in the ring. Because if you're bleeding and you fall on, if, if, even if you, you bump on the mat or hit the ropes or whatever, you don't know when the last time that was sterilized, when the last time that was even cleaned. What touched that thing? You, you get what I'm saying? So if you're opened up, you're opened up for whatever. So you, what, every wrestler that's listening to this shit, you better get checked. Go check yourself. If it even incurs a little finger in your booty hole, go ahead and do that, dude. I don't care. <laughs> go, go get checked. Make sure you're healthy because if you're healthy and you're clean, you're keeping your fellow wrestlers clean. And we are a family. We are a community. We have to take care of one another, and you better do it. Are you guys... 
talked about like the traditional gimmicks as far as like traditional in wrestling and that type of thing. One of the other very long-standing traditions in pro wrestling is the mask. We have not seen as many masked wrestlers at the national level in the last couple of decades as we used to see. Uh, we used to have maybe four or five masked wrestlers in any given territory at a time. Now it's a lot more rare to see them on the national television market. Do you think that there's an untapped potential at the national level for bringing in more masked wrestlers, or do you think that that's something that the wrestling community has sort of gravitated past now? I think that there's untapped potential for bigger wrestling federations and companies to look at the talent that is at Native Way Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> And the wrestlers that perform there, whether it's the ones with Native American face paint, as in Sumite Woka, as Sumite Woka slash Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Go watch my videos there or anywhere else. Um, <clears throat> as far as that question goes, as I drop myself, um, as the mask wrestler goes, uh, I think they'll always have... Uh, Spot and potential just because of their skill set and their level. Like they're not they're they're not gonna be overlooked now, ever. They'll always have a place at the dinner table. That's that's not going away. Do you think so, Fonz? No, because there's a lot of ugly dudes out there that need to need to wear masks. See what I'm saying? Like you, you gotta bag that shit up. Go ahead and put a mask on it, honey. Um, at the time we're living in right now wrestling Mm -hmm. is possibly the most profitable it has ever been you have billion dollar deals going down with WWE (laughs) two or three times a year you have more television on national television than I can recall at any given time. Independents are doing well, and a lot of them are making a good bit of money. Do you think that right now might be, when we look back years from now, considered a golden age of the sport? No. Not really. I think right now... um we're in troubled times, really. We're in need of something new. Something that I haven't been seeing in a long time, and I'm not just trying to plug myself. Um, what's, your, what's your basic wrestling gimmick that you see out there? Everything's so cookie-cutter, man. Everything is so cookie-cutter. What stands out? In any any company, any any federation, you tell me right now what stands out. Nothing. Nothing stands out. The only thing that started to stand out, and they messed it up, was was that whole tribal chief thing. That was the only thing that had something. But, uh, of course, WWE fucked that up. So you had a tribal angle you could work with. And with a, a brilliant family. You know what I'm saying? That lineage... Is is true. I know a lot of them. That's a solid line of workers. But look what happened. So I think every every time a wrestling company or a federation gets something golden, they just drop the ball. That was the golden. Closer, closer to the holiday season, a lot of wrestling fans are going to be looking to either give or receive wrestling-related gifts. There's a lot on the market right now as far as merchandise, whether it's from the 
big national companies were your smallest local independent group. A lot of wrestlers put out merchandise for fans to buy. What's some of the most interesting pieces of merchandise that you've seen on shows recently, whether it's your own or someone else's? Huh. Running through my Rolodex. Well, I saw poop screenshots and, and death whistles. Death whistles. Yeah, the death whistles are cool. Um, the spinning little rattlers, those are cool. They're uh, made from gourds. That that was cool. That was really traditional. There were a couple places that I've seen those. Um, other than that, like it's your your normal standard. I mean, I'm the oddball out when it comes to a merchandise table at a show. It's like going to a powwow when you step to my table. If if you want to buy wrestling merchandise, you can buy wrestling merchandise. If you want to buy your your wife a gift for next Christmas, I got you on that too. I got a necklace that will blow her mind. If you want something for your side chick, I got something for that too. (laughs) On a a serious note, I've got more variety at my merchandise table than I see at a lot. Usually, you got your basic promo pictures, your stickers, your T-shirts, and that's about it. No toys. No toys. No toys. I, I light up clappers. I, I got all that, man. You got to have something for the kids, something for the adults. You got to have your shirts. You got to have uh, something that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, be full circle. Just like you're wrestling, you got to be full circle. Be evolved, man. Well, guys, we're getting down to the last few minutes of the show, and I'd like for both of you to take the time to say anything in closing you would like to say to the listeners, plug anything and everything you guys would want. Floor is all yours. Hey, to my fans out there in Canada, I have three personalized belts, children's size. They are up for grabs. These are not cheap foam belts. These are real belts. Worth a lot of money. Okay? I need you guys to come to me on the 20th, 21st, and 22nd starting at my show. So look on my, on my Facebook, Cemetery Wokwa, backslash Facebook, and see when and where the shows are. It will be this month. I need you guys to be prepared to fancy dance or grass dance while I walk to the show. The young indigenous youth that are able to perform these dances will be given, I repeat, will be given these belts. I will not charge you. I will not ask you for money. I will hand you these beautiful belts free of charge. Almost. The only fee that you have to pay is paying attention to your heritage and your ancestors. That's it. That's all I ask of you. I just want you to make them proud. And I'll give you a belt. I don't want to plug nothing else. Ponty? Oh, well, all I got to say is I mean, I try to be a, a good example, so anybody out there, try to be a good example, even though I'm not the best example, so don't really do everything that I do. But, you know, try to be a good example to others because there's a, there's a lot of people out there watching you, and they see what you do, and um, they copy you. Like, you know, I don't know people copy what I do, and I, that's why I have to try to be a good guy and try to do, you know, good things. But uh, on that point, too, um, just go do good things and don't say nothing about it. Just do it. Just to be a good person, you know, make the better the world better. That's right. One step at a time with one human being at a time. It only starts with one, but it doesn't have to end there. All right. Well, guys, I want to thank both of you for taking the time to be with us. I know you were on the road, so I appreciate you taking time oh, to join us here on <laughs> Turnbuckle Turmoil. 
best of luck yeah. to both of you as you continue onward, and hopefully you'll have a successful tour of Canada. Yes, thank you very much. Thank I appreciate you. it. And like I said, um, you can look everyone up from Native Ways Entertainment. Everyone that was on the show will, will be posted on my Facebook. Feel free to message them. I'm sure they would love to give interviews. Message me. Anytime. All right, coaches, we wrap this up nice and neat. You want to throw out your plugs one last time? Yeah, you guys. Oh, mine is at Fonzie LaFleur, everything. Okay, nice. And then you guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, a coach with the most, Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews. And also the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast every Saturday at noon Pacific. Thank you guys for all your love and support and feedback. We appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Don't forget, fans, you can follow me on the social media. It's Chicken Bob also on the social media. You can follow him. Don't forget, 28th of this month, I will be back at Russell Club in Nampa, Idaho. So if you're in Idaho, come find me there. We will be back with you next week. Next Friday, we have Tom Simon coming to the show. And one week from this very day, we are joined once again by Stuart Kemp. So make sure you have plans to be with us. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon.